Hola, amiga. I believe the only way to create a life of your dreams is by taking massive action that makes shit happen. Basically, amiga, handle your shit. Yes, I said that. Handle your shit. Stop playing small and start breaking down cultural limitations, gain back your feminine power, and become the unapologetic and unstoppable Latina you were destined to be. This show is meant to inspire, motivate, and awaken your soul's potential. You will learn from business professionals, successful entrepreneurs, and creatives that will teach you mental corrections, insider tips, success strategies, and of course, a dose of personal development. I am your host, Jackie Tapia, lawyer, transformational life coach, and entrepreneur. I am also a wife and mom to a little badass Latina. I'm obsessed with changing the Latina's mindset and breaking down cultural barriers so that you can live your best life and step into your true power and start living a life of abundance in all ways and always. Join me for inspiring conversations with thought leaders and learn how to handle your shit. ¿Estás lista? Vámonos. Hello, 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 amigas, and welcome to Amiga Handle Your Shit Podcast. I have such a wonderful soul here with me today, and her name is Dawn Hassman, and she is a certified hypnotherapist and advanced EFT meridian tapping. Um, she's been a practitioner now for some time. She graduated with honors from the Hypnosis Motivation Institute in Los Angeles, which is the first nationally accredited college of hypnotherapy. Her scope of practice is a vocational and vocational self-improvement. She had wanted to get into the field of alternative complementary holistic medicine for a while and felt she had found her calling in hypnotherapy and EFT tapping. She has had a long history of medical challenges starting when she was three years old, and she strongly believes in the mind-body connection. Her specialties include advanced emotional freedom technique, which is also known as EFT tapping, insomnia, autoimmune diseases, inner child, pain management, stress reduction for chronic conditions, and cancer. She's a proud member of Hypnotherapist Union Local 472. Um, you know, I just wanted to tell you that she's such a beautiful soul, and I've known her for a couple of years now, and she has completely healed many people that I know. Um, and more closely, my spouse, and um, who's been in a high stress situation, high stress job, and um, I'm I'm just forever grateful for her expertise and and um, very compassionate and knows what she's talking about. So I am so grateful that she's here to. Level us, level us up and teach us about EFT tapping and what it can do for you and as it has done for our little family. So without further ado, this is Dawn 
Hello, 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 amigas, and welcome to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. I am excited here to have this beautiful soul, um, Don Hassman. Um, she's been in my life for a couple of years, and she's been so helpful, not only as an expert for EFT tapping and for hypnotherapy for my um, courses that I lead, but she also, on a personal note, has helped my husband tremendously, and he uses the tapping all the time when he's like stressed out or starts feeling like there's the the panic is uh, setting in, and so it's been super helpful. And I really feel and I value um, that EFT tapping is something that everyone should know about it and learn about it, and. Um, do it because <laughs> it's it's not it's not complicated it's um i'm not gonna say it's easy but it's not complicated and when you actually um dig deep into this you'll realize like wow where has this modality been like why didn't i know about it and so i felt it is very important to have don here and so i'm excited to have you here don thank you so much for being here on amiga handle your shit podcast well thank you for inviting me <laughs> you know i you know, we've I, had a lot of conversations about different things and oh, so abs- really yes absolutely i mean it's a you know when we met a couple of years ago it mm-hmm. uh, we met through a mutual friend and has been my mentor for a long time. And, and I know she's known you forever. Mm-hmm. And this is Michelle Marie Sorrow. And she's just been a tremendous, beautiful soul, obviously. Mm-hmm. And having met Don in these circles, these courses, these masterminds really has helped me understand what is out there. Because prior to meeting Don, I had no idea like what is EFT tapping? Um, <laughs> what's this? Uh, I mean, I heard about hypnosis therapy, but it was kind of like foreign. And so as soon as I started really digging deep into these masterminds with, with Michelle, I realized like with Don in these circles that these modalities work. And I really felt that it was important for amigas out there to find out about these modalities that can really up-level not only your life, but those of your loved ones too. Like in my case would be my spouse. Mm-hmm. And now my daughter is doing EFT tapping. Can you believe that? <laughs> I know Michelle mentioned that. She said that that he's doing tapping with her sometimes in the evenings. Yes. And because it's such a great tool even for kids. Yes. Many people don't even consider their kids, you know, right. as far as using these mind body modalities. Right. They don't teach it in school. No, <laughs> these coping mechanisms, these ways of handling conflict, or whether someone says something nasty to you at school, or it's so important. Absolutely. So I'm excited that you're going to tell us more about it. So yes. before we dive into um, what those modalities are all about, mm-hmm. I really want amigas to get to know who you are, Don. Who is Dawn? Where where was she born? Where did she grow up? Because, you know, before these modalities existed in your life, you were a child and right. a child that lived where? <laughs> <laughs> well, originally I'm from New Jersey and uh, born and raised until I was 14 years old. And um, I, uh, and this will feed into one of the reasons why I got into hypnotherapy and, and the mind-body connection is because I started having seizures when I was three years old. So childhood was not necessarily 
you know, it was challenging and having, I, I had grand mal seizures from three to 12 years old. Um, my last seizure was at 12 and then 14, I was off the medication. So, you know, a lot of our, uh, the family stuff and, and, you know, the, uh, sort of challenges with that were focused around, you know, my epilepsy, which was interesting. <laughs> and, you know, my mom was definitely my, you know, big supporter and she was the one who took me to all doctor's appointments, but we moved to California when I, we were 14, um, because my dad had some health challenges and the doctor said, you know, being in a warmer climate. Mm -hmm. So, but, you know, moving to California was such a great thing. I loved where I grew up. I love the community and the people, and I still have friends from childhood. Um, but I really, you know, resonate with California and, you know, that's what, um, you know, there's so many things available here that other places there aren't and you get exposed to so much more. So, so yeah, I think, um, you know, I love to travel. I lived in Paris for a year after college and, um, I've been bungee jumping in Australia. <laughs> I still have yet to, uh, to, to jump out of a plane, but that is on my bucket list. And um, yeah, I've traveled to, to many countries. My goal when I was like, I think 15 was to travel to every continent before I was 30. Wow. And I almost hit everything. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I love to travel. I speak French. I took French in uh, school for a couple of years. And like I said, I lived in Paris for a year after college. Um, but even with the challenges of having, you know, um, epilepsy as a child, fortunately, I grew out of it. Mm -hmm. And so, but, you know, it was a big part of my, I think, my identity as a child. And, um, you know, being exposed to the Western health system for so long. Um, so, yeah, I really love California and I, I call California my home, but I'm really grateful that I grew up where I grew up because it's sort of like that back East, you know, sort of foundation with the exposure of, of living in California. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. And, and then, so and I, that, that's all she wrote. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, and I started, you know, originally I moved, we, we grew up in Orange County and um, I went to college up North in Stockton University of the Pacific and, you know, even though I did have some um, learning challenges as a child because of the me medicine I was on for my epilepsy, I was held back a year. So I've always been sort of older in my, you know, my grades and everything. And, but, you know, it goes to show you though, even having the challenges of a childhood uh, condition or, you know, challenge like that, I was able to get through school and college and comprehend and learn things and, so my fascination with that just kind of grew into hypnotherapy eventually. So, so to, here's a, here's the thing. Okay. So you went to college, University of Pacific, you said yes, in Stockton, mm -hmm. in the Stockton area. So yes. did you study hypnotherapy there or no. how, what, what did you study there? So, well, I actually studied marketing and advertising, international marketing, because I really wanted to, you know, maybe work and live overseas and so I started, and also I was interested in acting at a point. So of course I moved to LA after graduating from college and gave that a shot and did some little things, some little student films here and there. And, and also took some voiceover classes, which is, which is a lot of fun. I am a SAG member. I did get into SAG. No way. <laughs> and I am a SAG member. I keep up my membership because you know, you never know when that might come back around. Yeah. So um, yeah. I keep that. And, um, 
so yeah, I got into acting and then I worked at a PR company and an advertising agency for a while. So I've done a lot of different things. And then I sort of fell into uh, real estate, which is where I met Michelle and uh, her and I became friends. And then so uh, 2013, things really shifted for me and I had had a, um, a breakup and I knew that, you know, I wanted to get out of the real estate business and into something that was more, um, you know, that was more meaningful. And, you know, in my early thirties, I had, um, when I was 37, I had a bunch of autoimmune diagnoses that came about and I had to have knee surgeries in my early forties because of some arthritis conditions. So, you know, the, the health challenges didn't just like, end. so with childhood, they kind of, you know, during college and, and high school, things were pretty normal, but things started acting up again. And I think for me, a lot of that had to do with, um, you know, not being able to express myself and, you know, feeling like seen and heard. And although my, you know, sisters would argue that <laughs> I, I don't keep things in, I express myself and I can be selfish at times. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think just, suppressing, suppressing emotions and suppressing things that I wish I had said or done differently. And um, so that was a big thing for me was suppressing, you know, thoughts, emotions. And I think that actually might have, you know, led to some of my conditions and, you know, at least contributed to them and that stress. Cause I used to like walk around with my heart racing all the time and sort of in this like low grade, you know, or maybe medium grade state of anxiety, you know, in that constant like fight, flight, freeze mode. Like I got to get this done, 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 done. And so I had the knee surgeries and I just, and I feel, and then the, uh, there was a breakup and I'm like, you know, I got to really look into other things that I'm interested in. And I'd always heard about hypnotherapy and I had never really met someone. And then someone in the real estate office had said, oh, I'm going to see a hypnotherapist for my fear of spiders. And she said, yeah, it's, it's, you know, really helping me. So I decided to go see this hypnotherapist in here in Santa Monica. And I, you know, had heard about the school in Tarzana the Hypnosis Motivation Institute. And at the time they were doing in-person classes. Now they do everything over Zoom and they've also always had a distance learning uh, program as well. So I looked into that. I looked into University of Santa Monica, which is you get your MBA in spiritual psychology. And I looked at a few different programs. And at that point I'd never even heard of EFT tapping, but I had heard about hypnotherapy. And, you know, sometimes you think about hypnosis and you think about oh, the stage shows in Vegas. And, um, you know, you think, oh, they're going to make me crack like a duck or bark like a dog. And, you know, a lot of people think that's hypnotherapy and it's, it's completely not at that at all. <laughs> so what is it? So that, so it is, for, out there. you know, that's for entertainment value. Basically what hypnosis is, is a heightened state of hyper suggestibility or a deepened state of relaxation. And so, you know, we, we do um, like a typical session if someone comes in or, you know, we do over Zoom now. Right now I'm doing most of my sessions over Zoom, but I may start seeing clients in person again. We'll see how that goes. Um, and so basically someone comes in, we do an intake um, and then we talk about what they're wanting to achieve, their goals. And then we do uh, what's called an induction. And, you know, the person 
could be aware the whole time. They could hear everything I say. They could go in and out of hypnosis. You know, hypnosis is a very natural state. We all go in and out of hypnosis all day long. We're just not taught that it's called that, right? So like examples of hypnosis are um, reading a book, watching, you know, a movie, um, like say, for example, you're driving down the freeway and you miss your exit and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I don't remember driving home. Oh my God. Yes, <laughs> that's, totally. That's a form of hypnosis. That's a form. Of, okay. Cause yeah, I, because that happens a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so all these are forms of hypnosis. And when you think about it, um, you know, uh, athletes talk about being in the zone, whether they're golfing or you know, Olympic athletes, you know, just being laser focused. And so that's a, a form of hypnosis. So a lot of people just don't make that connection, but really it's just a heightened state of, uh, of hyper suggestibility, you know, and we're all suggestible at different levels. And some people learn more inferentially, some people are more literal, some people are very, you know, matter of fact. So we do inductions, we do suggestibility testing, and then together, we work to get the person into that state of hypnosis. It's not me doing it to them. I'm guiding them into that state. Yeah. And um, so once a person is in hypnosis, then we give them positive suggestions for what they want to work on. So whether it's, you know, confidence or speaking in front of a group or, you know, I tend to specialize because of my background with my medical conditions um, and, uh, so I tend to specialize in people who have autoimmune conditions or who are going into the dentist and are afraid or afraid of going in to get an MRI or, you know, having a procedure done, making them more comfortable. I'm also have a certification in pre and post uh, hypnosis and pain management. So there's so many more things than stress, anxiety, you know, confidence, um, you know, stop smoking, you know, losing some, some releasing some weight, you know, there's so many different things that people want to work on. Um, and so, so yeah, we get the person into hypnosis and all hypnosis is really self-hypnosis, right? Yeah. Because yeah. the person is allowing, right. is taking in the suggestions they're allowing and the following what I'm saying. Right. Right. And, and it's true. Like we are very suggestible. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, if you think about what's going on in the world right now, yes, how the messaging is happening in the news and this, you know, what, what whatever you think about it, right. but it's, it's in my opinion, I feel like there's like this mass psychosis happening. Mass hypnosis. <laughs> yeah. And mass hypnosis. The mass right? hypnosis has led to mass psychosis potentially. Right, right. And yeah. so, you know, there's so many people that are living in fear now because of what's going on. And, you know, I think that, you know, well, first of all, turn off the TV. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> throw the TV out. Just throw, just turn off. Turn off those, those alerts on your phones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that's the first, I, I would say like, that would be the first thing you would do to, you know, to stop getting those messages in your brain in, in, and, and they're um, all fear-based fear-based. You right. don't see many positive 
oh, look, today someone rescued a puppy or a neighbor, a a neighbor <laughs> helps someone else. Exactly. It doesn't I mean, sell. The, the, yeah. the mainstream media right now is all about fear. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's really unfortunate. Very unfortunate. Because you know, I feel like the integrity of the new system has kind of, you know, it's not, I mean, it's, I think on one hand, it's good to be informed, but on another hand, it's also good to have boundaries with your energy and not only your personal energy, your spiritual energy, your, your faith energy, your, um, you know, downtime energy, it's like, or your mental space, because we all need a break from that. If you're just inundated and overloaded with what we call message units, you know, it's constant bombardment. So And, you know, the way that like hypnotherapy is different than traditional talk therapy is um, hypnotherapists are trained to get into the subconscious area of the mind. The subconscious is where everything that most of what we do when I was in school, they had an 8812 breakdown. So 88% of why we do what we do is controlled by the subconscious mind. And then 12% is the conscious mind. And in the conscious area of the mind, you have your logic, mm-hmm. your reasoning, your decision-making skills, your analyzation skills, and your will, your willpower, right? Which is the one that doesn't work when <laughs> we want it to sometimes. And so in the subconscious area of the mind, you have your emotions, you have what we call these knowns. And knowns are simply things that have been happened to us that because we're using these laws, laws of repetition and laws of repeat action. So if you were a child and you had messages from your parents or siblings or your, you know, guidance counselor that, you know, um, you know, you're stupid or you're not going to amount to anything or you're stuck here in this situation over and that those message units, those, those suggestions get repeated over and over and over and over again, that becomes unknown in your subconscious mind and the your ego your your conscious area of the mind its job is to keep you safe so what it perceives as safe based on your knowns and these subconscious beliefs is that oh i can't do that i'm not good enough i'm not smart enough i'm not seen i'm not heard and that's repeated over and over again that's how sort of logical negatives can exist in the subconscious mind and block us and resist change, right? Because we all know logically, we want to lead better lives, we want to be healthier, we want to eat better, we want to have confidence, we want to have courage, we want to have strength. But if we just consciously tell ourselves that, then it's not going to drop into the subconscious and change those negative knowns into positive knowns. Wow. Oh my God. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, that's like a, that's a, a mouthful and in a, in a really amazing positive way, because I believe that we hear these things about the subconscious brain, the conscious mind, all those things, but you putting it into perspective of like these knowns, Mm -hmm. knowns, how do you spell that? Knowns. K N O. <laughs> How do you spell gnomes? K N O W N S. Gnomes. Oh, gnomes. 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 Like they're known repetitive. Yes. Yeah. Suggestions, basically. Suge- yes. Right. Yes. 
And, you know, for some people, their knowns are don't speak up. Like if they came from a traumatic, you know, maybe their parent was bipolar or they, you know, grew up in a volatile household and they didn't feel seen or heard. So it's not safe to speak up. Their known is it's better to be quiet. It's better to keep the peace. It's better to, and this is where, especially with your, this Amiga handle your shit podcast is learning those, those patterns, those beliefs. And then sometimes you have to ask yourself, like, if you have that voice in your mind, I'm not good enough. I'm not, whose voice is that? Ask yourself, because most likely it's not even yours. It's someone else's shit that was projected onto you, a parent, a sibling, uh, you know, and, and also understanding that our parents did the best they could with the information they had, with the knowledge and background and their upbringing, right? Everyone, I, be- I do believe that everyone is doing the best they can, given the information, knowledge and background that they have. However, sometimes in a parental situation, things are projected to us or these ancestral beliefs, you know, mm. ancestral beliefs are huge. So yes. recognizing that voice sometimes, you know, cause as an, I'm an empath, right. And I'm working with a, a pranic healer right now because I tend to take on people's energy, even my clients. So I've started learning more and more how to protect my energy, not in a negative way, but, you know, cutting the cords or, or really just saying, okay, that's not mine. And, and so whether it's a story a belief, um, you know, whatever it is you're telling yourself, like say, ask yourself, whose voice is that? Yes. And then many times, once you can make that distinction, then you can be an observer. Oh, there's that voice there. That's so-and-so's that's so-and-so's that's not my belief. That's theirs. And then you can have a boundary disconnect from it. Yes. Oh my God. So much gold that you're sharing right now. And amigas, see, we as Latinas, for those that are listening that are Latinas, uh, we've been indoctrinated to, to believe certain values, certain systems, certain beliefs. And, um, you know, when we start learning that we get to rewire those beliefs, you know, unpack them because those are limiting. They're limiting and uh, really um, keeps you from really accomplishing your epic life, if you will. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, as you're, you know, talking to us, Don, I I always come back to the academy that I I, um, have this course Mm -hmm. where we get to start unpacking those beliefs and, and also asking yourself, who is who is talking here? Like whose voice who's, is that? Whose, whose belief is that? Whose yeah. belief is that? Mm-hmm. And um, I love these, you know, safe contained spaces where we get to do that. And you are one of my experts that help us mm-hmm. with, with that modality. I love what you're doing. Amigas, you really have to reach out to Dawn because, and we're going to put all of her information in the show notes because she's freaking amazing. She's helped many of us. I'm telling you, she's helped my spouse and my spouse has been helping my daughter. So Mm -hmm. it's like, it's just this beautiful, beautiful um, energetic space where we get to heal ourselves. She's just is making suggestions and helping you go through that. 
going through those beliefs that are not working for you. And the, the important thing, whether whatever modality you use is you have to interrupt that programming. And, you know, whether it's tapping or breath work or hypnosis, because what you're doing by using these tools is you're interrupting the, 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 the program and you're sending a signal to the amygdala, which is the part of the brain that houses that fight, flight, freeze response. And you're, you're sending a direct signal, whether you're tapping or whether you're going in and out of hypnosis or breathing or, um, you know, whatever modality is that you're trying, um, is that sends a signal to the amygdala that, okay, we're safe right now. We're, we're not in that. We're not, you know, across from a tiger. We're not in that fight, flight, freeze mode. It's okay for my system to be calm and relaxed. So interrupting that program is so, is so important. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So you mentioned EFT tapping. So take, let us, okay. Tell us what is the difference between hypnotherapy and EFT tapping? Um, Must you do both? Um, What is it? So tapping, um, I liken it to sort of acupressure for the emotions, but without the needles. So you're in tapping, you're using the uh, Chinese meridian points, just like you do if you've ever had acupuncture, you know, they put the little needles in certain spots to activate, to stimulate the meridian points to bring more flow to the system. And it's actually based on your electrical system, or I call it energetic system. So you're just slightly tapping with like two to three fingertips on either hand, um, using either hand on your, there's 10 areas on your face and neck that we focus on. And EFT was gained a lot of popularity um, through a gentleman named Gary Craig who use it with war veterans for PTSD. So there's a lot of research behind it. And, um, you know, actually the Veterans Administration, at least in Los Angeles, came out publicly a few years ago and acknowledged EFT tapping as a complementary modality for veterans with PTSD. But it's great for anxiety. um, And it's something that once you learn it, you can do it on your own, which is great. So hypnosis, I mean, there is self-hypnosis, but you know, so hypnosis is just different that we get you into that deeper state. You know, some people feel like it's just a deeper meditative state. Um, And then we give positive suggestions. So usually the person's calm and relaxed, but EFT tapping is more of an active um, technique. Ah, to get you out of that zone. To get you out of that zone. So, so, so the intention, because again, you know, everything is energy. We're all made of energy. Science proves that we're made of energy. This pen is made of energy. This pad is made of energy, this computer mouse, right? So I think more and more people now, especially are looking for compliments to the Western medical system. Because, you know, when I started doing learning tapping and my, a lot of my autoimmune numbers that had been elevated started to come within range for the first time in like seven years. And my doctors are like, whatever you're doing, just keep doing it. And even people that I hadn't seen in a while once, because you know, you can't go to hypnotherapy school without being hypnotized yourself in class. <laughs> right. You know, you're like, yeah. oh my God, what did I even learn? I was like in hypnosis. And you know, yeah, I know, and right? Everyone experiences his hypnosis and tapping different differently, you know. Um, and it may change from session to session. So I, you know, I'm certified in, in as, as a hypnotherapist and I'm also an advanced EFT tapping practitioner. 
I've also been uh, took uh, level two Reiki. Um, so I also am a Reiki practitioner. Um, so what I do is I do a combination depending on the person and what they're wanting to work on and what they're comfortable with. Some people try tapping, not their thing. Some people try hypnotherapy or we do a combination of both. So what's nice is um, I can customize the session to the person and their goals. But I love the tapping because I used it a lot too when I first started learning it. But what you're doing is so your emotions, your thoughts, your limiting beliefs, all that carries energy, right? Mm -hmm. Just because we can't see it physically, we still feel it. Yeah. Even if we're not saying the words out loud, we're still thinking them, right? right. So what EFT tapping does is it gives a space. Mm -hmm. It gives a space for these thoughts, beliefs, emotions, ancestral trauma, whatever it is. It gives it a space to be seen and heard and acknowledged with the intention of venting it out. And a lot of people ask me, well, isn't that like law of attraction? Aren't you, you know, yeah. like, isn't that reinforcing it? And in this case, no. And I think Louise Hay said it best. Um, you know, she's a huge self-help author. She passed a few years ago. She moved on. Um, but she said it best when she was being interviewed once and asking that same question, why would you want to tap on the negative at first? And she said, well, how can you expect to clean a house if you don't see the dirt? Yeah, we're seeing the dirt <laughs> and we're sweeping it away. Or as my mentor would say at HMI school, tap the crap. Tap the crap. <laughs> so we're tapping the crap. And yeah. then once that space is cleared yes. in your meridians and your energetic system and your chakras, then we bring in the positives. Yeah. I choose to be healthy. I choose to make better choices. I choose to floss in my case, <laughs> which I'm still working on. You know, yeah. I choose to be confident. I choose to set boundaries. I choose to speak up when appropriate. I choose whatever it is. Yes. So once we tap the crap, then we can fill up that space that's been released with more positive things oh. and positive intentions and positive mindsets, right? Because we, we all can use like Tony Robbins mentions that two, mil two millimeter shift. Right. You know, if you have a negative thought that comes in, pause, recognize it. Okay, what's a better feeling thought? And I think Abraham Hicks said that, yeah. you know, when you have a negative thought that comes into your mind, pause and think to yourself, okay, what's the better feeling thought? Oh, I'm not good enough. I'm so proud of myself. I'm really trying. Yeah. Yes, I like that. I'm so proud of myself. I'm really trying. Yeah. I mean, just that just, small little yeah. shift, like, oh my God, today's going to suck. You know, I'm willing to be open and go with the flow. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just little... something as simple as that, because your organic language is so important. You're, you are most, this is going to be one of my tips at the end, but you are most suggestible to yourself. Yeah. Yes. The things we say to ourselves sometimes, right? I'm so fat. I, God, I wish I had boobs or something, whatever, something ridiculous. If only I would lose that 10 pounds, my life oh, would be yeah. different. No. Right. Yeah. Because you're living with yourself, whether, yeah. you know, I mean, I've had a lot of clients who have body dysmorphia and even if they are considered, you know, to society thin, they still don't think they are, yes. you know, I mean, your mind is so tricky. And, yes. you know, so again, powerful. so powerful. And that's why the mind-body connection and using these mind-body connection tools is so important because 
yes, you can go to college and you can learn all these things. And, but if you're not learning how to nourish your, your emotional system, your spiritual system, your energetic system, then you're always going to be controlled by that subconscious, those knowns, yeah, those, those beliefs those and those stories. Yes. Oh my God. I love this. I so love it. <laughs> oh my God, Don. So how can they reach you? If they want, if they hear this podcast yes. and they want in, how can they uh, reach you? So I have a website. It's very simple. It's dawnhypnotherapy.com. Uh, my email is dawn at dawnhypnotherapy.com. And you can reach out to me. Um, I'll also give you all my links to my social media. I do have uh, every Tuesday I have on Facebook, I do Tapping Tuesdays. <laughs> Last week, it happened on Wednesday because Tuesday, uh, San, most of Santa Monica didn't have power. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, and again, things, shit happens. You got to pivot. you got to refocus. You got to go with the flow sometimes. And that's so important. Yeah, um, and I also have a um, Facebook and EFT tapping group, but I put my videos, I usually cross post them to Facebook, to Instagram, to YouTube. And um, so I can send you the link so you can have them in the show notes. Oh, beautiful. Thank yeah. you so much for that, Don. Mind, body, connection. You know, before you leave, you really need to tell us, give us your your tips on how an amiga can handle her shit because I'm sure okay. you've got some really cool <laughs> ones. Well, there's a couple things. So again, you're, you're most suggestible to yourself, but the time that your mind is naturally open and suggestible is the 30 minutes when you first wake up and the 30 minutes before you go to sleep. So those are the times you really want to be careful if you're watching news or a horror movie or what you're listening to. So those are the times, the 30 minutes when you first wake up and the 30 minutes before you go to sleep, you really want to nourish and you know feed yourself with positive intentions and positive things and positive people in your life, you know, or if you have a spouse say, Hey, you know, after an hour before we go to bed, let's only talk about positive things, you know, or gratitude, gratitude journals, another, I know that's a very common thing, but you know, writing down a couple of things that you're grateful for that day. Um, another thing, since you do go naturally in and out of hypnosis all day long, if you do find yourself in a highly suggestible state, or if you find yourself being affected by someone else's energy, because um, we've all had that, you know, you've been in line at the grocery store and you could just tell like the person behind you is having a bad day or has this negative energy. So you could be in a slight state of hypnosis and all you have to do to get out of that is count yourself up. And you do that by saying one, two, three, four, five, eyes open, wide awake, one, two, three, four, five eyes open wide awake, one, two, three, four, five, eyes open wide awake. And you literally count yourself out of hypnosis. And you can say it ideally out loud, but if you're in a public place, mm -hmm. you just say it in your mind. Oh, wow. My so God, I wish I would have had that that little tip <laughs> about a couple of weeks ago when I was handling a, a, a mother wound, if you will. Oh, <laughs> and also, like, if you are in a space where your work in the medical field or you see clients or patients, one another thing you can do between your clients is go like this, like you're 
kind of like rubbing your hands clean of their energy and just set the intention. You know, I'm, I'm disconnecting and cleansing my energy, disconnecting. Disconnecting and cleansing my energy. Disconnecting and cleansing. And I think we could use that for like setting your boundaries. Right. Right. You know, I'm disconnecting and and uh, cleaning my energy. Cleaning or cleansing my energy. Cleansing my energy. Yeah. Beautiful. And water is a really great great way to do that. Um, There's also grounding techniques, you know, imagining yourself like a tree and rooting yourself, imagining the the roots coming out of the bottoms of your feet into the ground, you know, kind of getting just really it's being present in the present moment. Because in the present moment, that's where all of our power lies. The past has happened. Even something happened this morning or yesterday, it's over, it's done. So focusing in the present more moment and forward motion yeah. is really what's important. Right. And, you know, and sometimes also too, you know, recognizing the patterns and the stories from the past and, and then consciously releasing them and, and, and also forgiving yourself. Yeah. Forgiveness is a huge thing. Yeah. And it all starts from within. We can't look to external circumstances to heal us. Yeah. We are the healers. We are our own healers. Yeah. And literally, you know, magic is in the fingertips, right? <laughs> when it comes to tapping, it's like tap it away. And um, it's really such a great tool. Yes. Oh, thank you so much. I'm truly honored for you being here because oh. um, it's, it, you know, these are concepts that might not be in, at least in my culture, we don't really think about these EFT tapping and right. hypnotherapy. And mm-hmm. I, I love to bring in amigas and, and even men who are experts in their fields to teach us something new. And I think this is a beautiful way. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that this is going to help many amigas out there who don't know, but uh, also that those that do know actually, you know, you know, believe that, okay, I was meant to hear this episode because now I get to find an expert to help me heal Mm -hmm. some trauma that I have. So, right. Thank you so much, Dawn, for being here on you're Amiga welcome. Handle Your Shit podcast because you're amazing. I love you. you. My husband loves you. And we're so grateful because you really helped us heal. <laughs> and that's the thing, like you said earlier, that when you're healing yourself, yeah. it's naturally going to have a positive effect on those around you. And, you know, there may be some people in your life that are threatened by it that you want to keep you in that because they're used to you reacting and being a certain way. So when you're healing and improving and growing, that might actually be threatening to some people in your household or your parents or your siblings or your friends. But that's okay because if there's an old story that you're trying to change, not everyone may come with you. Yeah, I you know. know. And that's okay. And that's okay. you know, I think a lot of people, especially during the pandemic, experienced a lot of conflict and discord with the people that they had in their lives. But I have plenty of tapping videos online. Um, so especially on YouTube, so people can go there and, um, you know, and then reach out to me, of course, if they want to do one-on-one sessions. Beautiful. Well, you heard Thank it here, you. amigas. You heard it here. <laughs> so we'll be putting everything in the show notes so you can definitely go and uh, book, book, uh, book Dawn because she's awesome. <laughs> I'm telling you, I cannot even like um, 
what she has done for our family has been incredible. And, and I'm just, I love her to death and I can't wait for her to, uh, she's going to be an expert in the Amiga Way Academy. So yes. Amigas, that's another added benefit. So come and join us um, soon and um, love you, Don. Love Thank you, you so much for being here on Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. If anything resonates with you today, Please share it with your friends and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to share it on Instagram, Facebook, and other social media platforms. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at www.amigahandleyourshit.com. Thank you so much for listening. Gracias y hasta la próxima.